0: Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood from the House of Judah. The Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lunch Hour with High Achievers. This Saturday afternoon, God richly bless you. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. KJ Sparkles, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us on Instagram. Abby Belland, you are welcome. Mama B, you are welcome. As usual, I'd like to encourage every one of us to start sharing. Start sharing and inviting others to join us on this platform. So please start sharing inviting others to be empowered. Also, I want to encourage you to tell somebody, to talk somebody, and to share this on your timeline. Lord, richly bless you. Please start inviting others. Many more people, I believe and you believe, will be blessed and empowered by this session. So please invite others to join us right now. Noel, you are welcome. Pastor Michael Jr., you are welcome Pastor Michael Johnson, you are welcome. God richly bless you all for joining us today. Now we're looking at how to make your vision a reality. How to make your vision a reality. How to turn your vision from a vision or from a dream into a reality. Glory to God. Glory to God. Pastor Michael Jr. said, good afternoon, high achievers. Abby and says, God bless you, Bishop. Uh, Pastor Johnson says, God bless you, teachers. Mama B says, we, the students, are ready. Say, (laughs) glory to God. And Noel says, God uh, bless you, Bishop. God bless you all for taking the time to join us. Abby and God bless you. KJ Sparkles. God bless you, KJ Sparkles, underscore interior. Now we're looking at how to make your vision a reality. Having a vision is one thing. It becoming a reality is another thing. No wonder in Habakkuk, we've looked over the past few weeks about the importance of vision. We've looked at your future in your vision. We've defined vision as what you can see. You are even in the gutter, but you can see the stars in the sky. Now, vision is what makes you. Vision is what makes you. It's not the other way around. It's vision that makes you. And also, it's not money that makes vision. It's vision that brings provision. Your vision that you have discovered, you have developed yourself to pursue, is what brings you financial resources. Apple is getting financial resources because it is fulfilling its vision to provide the Apple products across the nations of the earth. The same with Coca-Cola, the same with Pepsi-Cola, the same with Amazon, the same with Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, all all these organizations that you can think about. So how do I turn my vision from a vision into a reality? How do I make it, whether it's my business, my ministry, my career, my profession, my marriage, my family, how do I turn the vision that I have into a reality? Nanapoku, you are welcome. Remember, it's vision that makes you, vision is what makes you famous. Jesus became famous Jesus was became known because he he discovered his purpose and was fulfilling his purpose and his fame his fame spread abroad everywhere spread abroad everywhere any can any can back you are welcome on instagram let's keep sharing let's keep inviting many more people to be empowered by this session vision is what made jesus vision is what made paul Vision is what made Joseph. Vision is what made Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. Vision is what makes you. So last week we started how to make a vision a reality. We're looking at 14 things you can do to turn your vision from a vision into reality. And it works in every area, whether ministry, business, organization, family, marriage, industry, commerce, medicine, whatever. It's the same principle. Number one. Discover and pursue your assignment. Please make sure you write these things down and also share them. Share them far and wide. Dr. Benjamin Menu, God richly bless you for joining us all the way from Florida. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. So we're looking at how to make your vision a reality. Turning it from just being a vision into reality. Whether in the marketplace, in ministry, in industry, in commerce, in the seven mountains. How do I turn my vision from a vision, and into reality. How do I make it happen? Remember, vision is what makes you famous. Vision is what makes you known. It's your vision that you are pursuing. That is what makes you known. Vision. So, it's absolutely essential that we discover the purpose for which we are here. So, first thing on the list in making your vision a reality is discover your purpose and your God-given assignment. The details are scrolling. The points will be scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Discover and pursue your God-given assignment. Now, one thing I need to add is uh, you don't need to become a Christian first before you discover your purpose. Other than that, all the products, like Dr. Menu keeps saying, all the products that we are using in the kingdom right now, microphone, phones, electricity, iPad iPhone, all those things that we did uh, gadgets that we've been using across the globe, many of them were not manufactured by believers. So, you don't need to wait to become a believer or a Christian before you discover your purpose. Every human being, born again or not born again, discovers their purpose and fulfills their purpose. Every one of us, the advantage we have as believers is that we don't, we don't just have the person of Christ But we don't just have the person of Christ, but we have also his principles, which those who are not born again are using to become everything that God has called them to be. So we need to understand it's important for you to make your vision a reality. The first thing on the list is discover your purpose, discover your destination, discover why you were born, discover why you were wired the way you are wired, discover why you have the gifts that you have. Discover why you have the strengths that you have. Discover why the opportunities that you have are coming your way and not somebody else's way. The first principle on how to make your vision a reality is to discover and pursue your God-given assignment. (laughs) Whether you're a believer or you're not a believer, whatever religion you belong to, Discover your purpose. Discover your assignment. Those who are not born again and are causing ways, the one thing that they've discovered is why they are here, what they were born for, what they are wired for, the gifts that they carry. So ladies and gentlemen, the first thing on the list is discover and pursue your God-given assignment. Miriam, you're welcome. Euodia, you're welcome. Prophet Ulatunde Bello from Ireland. You are welcome. God bless you for joining us. Let's keep sharing, 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 and keep taking notes and let your comments keep coming. Put them in the comment box. Everything you hear that blesses you, empowers you, put it in the comment box and let's engage. So discover and pursue your assignment. I discovered my assignment. First scripture God gave me when he called me to ministry was Joshua (laughs) 1.8. This book of the law. You want to succeed? I went on a three-day fast. Because I was not too sure whether I was going to pass my exams or not in 1984. And at the, on the third day, after a dry fast, he said, take your Bible, your Gideon's Bible, and then look at Joshua 8, Joshua 1, eight. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Think on it day and night. Think on the word of God. Then observe to do it. Don't just quote it. Observe to do everything that I tell you from the scriptures. Then he said, then shall you make your way prosperous, you shall have good success. Then from Jeremiah 1, 5 to 10, that was where my mandate came from. I have, before your mother knew your daddy, I set you apart, I ordained you, I appointed you, I set you apart as a prophet to the nation. So right there in 1984, 85, I knew I had a global assignment that I was going to start local, but I have to think global and prepare my mind for a global assignment. So my mandate came from Joshua 1, H, Jeremiah 1, 5 to 10. And then later in my later years, Je- uh, Titus chapter 1, verse 5, set in order the things that are out of order. So you need to discover your assignment so you don't get swayed by what is going on around you. Glory, Abraham, you are welcome. God bless you. So first thing you need to know to fulfill your assignment on this planet, discover your purpose discover your god given purpose your god given assignment because <laughs> your provision is inside your purpose is inside your pursued vision ladies and gentlemen so discover and pursue your god given assignment what you are here for and what you are wired for and then develop yourself and i like to use a word a, word, a statement i came across when you have discovered your god given assignment develop yourself for assignment, then go beast mode, go beast mode, go beast mode to achieve that assignment and that goal. Go beast mode to pursue it and to achieve it. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 8, it says, as a bird that wandered from her nest, so is a man that wandered from his place or from his purpose. When a bird leaves its nest, it is it is a prey. Not a prayer warrior, but a prey. Pursue your God-given assignment. Go beast mode for it. Go beast mode for it. I like to stress, those not born again but have discovered the assignment are making it. Are making it. Very, very important. And the constitution for making it happen is the book of the law, the book of principles. Joshua 1-8. This book, this book, unbelievers, Muslims, Hindus, or Nostradamus, uh, um, um uh, uh, yoga, if I can call them, those practicing yoga or those involved in other religions, they don't mention the name of Jesus. But guess what they are using to free pass all the time? The principles, the principles, this book of the law, the Bible, the principles. The Bible is the book of principles that believers and unbelievers must use to fulfill their vision. So this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, meditate upon it day and night, and observe to do the principles, King Solomon's wisdom, uh, Daniel's wisdom, Joseph's wisdom, Jesus' wisdom, Paul's wisdom. Go beast mode. Go beast mode. Go beast mode. Don't forget. Don't forget Proverbs 27, verse 8. Thou should work that is what should consume you. As a bird that wandered from her nest. Don't leave your purpose. Don't leave your assignment. Don't follow somebody else's assignment or you will stay frustrated and stay broke. Even those who are pursuing their own assignment sometimes get frustrated. So how much more somebody who is pursuing somebody else's assignment, Ajua asidu, God bless you, you are welcome on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, Proverbs 27 verse 8, if you have not come across it before, ladies and gentlemen, catch this. As a bird that wandered from her nest, as a bird that wandered from his place or her place, or her assignment, or her purpose. As a bird that wanders from her nest, so is a man that wanders from his assignment, or from his place, or from his purpose, or from his vision. Discover your assignment. Pursue your God-given assignment. What is your assignment? What you are here for? I am here to raise generational leaders. I know it's so clear like my middle name pursue I've stayed with that one assignment whether people understood me or they didn't understand me, it didn't matter that's what I'm called to do that's where my provision comes from that's where my fame comes from that's where my significance comes from that's where my relevance comes from you don't switch and don't change to do something else because it sounds popular or it sounds sounds, uh, 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 majority carries the vote, no I've told you before, when it comes to your destiny, majority does not carry the vote. Majority does not carry the vote. When it comes to your assignment, only your vote counts. Only my vote counts concerning my assignment. Period. And everybody whom all those might follow, all our fathers and mentors and people we follow, whether distant or close, (laughs) you can't talk them out of the assignment because they've read Proverbs 27 verse 8. He that or she as a bird, as a bird that wandered from her nest, so is a man that wandered from his place. Mike Murdoch has never shifted from teaching on prosperity. You can call him whatever you want to call him. Doesn't bother. Kenneth K. Copeland has not shifted from preaching on faith and prosperity. You can call him whatever you want to call him. It don't, it don't matter. You Benny, he has not shifted from pre- uh, teaching on healing and the Holy Ghost. It don't matter what you call him. Ben Hinn, never shifted. Billy Graham never shifted. Steve Jobs never shifted. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenneth Hagin never shifted. Don't shift. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And provisions will locate you and people who are looking for what you carry will will locate you. God, Mama B said, God bless you for staying with your assignment regardless. You got that going. (laughs) No, no two ways about it. Stay in your, find your, first of all, you need to find your lane (laughs) in order to stay in your lane. I'm called to raise generational leaders, not, not People who want to be pumped every day, not people who don't want to read, not people who don't want to learn, not people who don't want to shift from being just followers into leaders. No, I'm called to raise generational leaders and your mindset must be about generations. If you are thinking just about today, <laughs> you, you will not, you will not, you will not enjoy any message that we preach. And then, ladies and gentlemen, you are all, we are all called to be generational. In our thinking, in our planning, in our saving, in our tithing, in our giving, in everything that we do, we are called to be generational. So once again, when it comes to your destiny, majority does not carry the vote. You don't need people's opinion. I don't remember the last time I consulted anybody about my assignment. Never. (laughs) If you don't understand what God has called me to do, how can you explain certain things to me? Never. Only your vote counts. So, ladies and gentlemen, the earlier you adopt this principle, the better it will be for your destiny. When it comes to your destiny, your purpose, your assignment, only your vote counts. So, vote for yourself and pursue your purpose. And like I said, don't shift and go beast mode. Go beast mode. Go beast mode. (laughs) Whether people believe it they don't. Very often, people won't believe you anyway when you tell them what God has called you to do. They won't believe it. They won't buy into it from the beginning. But as time goes on, if they are assigned to you or you are assigned to them, they will catch it somewhere along the line. But what matters is you pursue. Run with your vision. Run with your vision. Don't wait for others to catch on. Run with your vision. Run with your vision. Discover your purpose, discover your assignment, what you are here for, develop yourself for it, and go beast mode to achieve it. Number two, take full responsibility for the outcome of your destiny. Take full responsibility for the outcome of your vision. Take full responsibility for the outcome of your vision or your dream. Remember, I've said this. Over and over and over, no one prospers in life by what they wait for, what they wish for, promises that are made to them. People can break promises based on different circumstances, but no one prospers in life by what they wait for, what they wish for, what they claim, what they receive, but everybody prospers in life but by what they do. It is not what you know alone, but what you do with what you know to add value to others. Take full responsibility for the outcome of your vision and your dream. Don't pass the buck. When others catch on, glory to God. They don't catch on, (laughs) glory to God. Take full responsibility for the outcome of your vision. No one prospers in life by what they wait for, what they wish for, or what others give to them. I remember giving you this statement last week by Abraham Lincoln. You cannot escape the responsibility tomorrow by evading it today. You cannot escape the responsibility today that you have for your destiny and people assigned to you. You cannot escape the responsibility tomorrow by evading it today. Absolutely important. So, number two, take full responsibility for the outcome of your vision. The best way to predict the future is to invent it. Invent it. I invented my financial state. I invented my family. I invented my business. I invented my ministry. I invented it. The best way to predict the future of any individual is for that individual to invent it. You must create it. The best way to create, to predict the future of any individual is for that individual to invent it. And this was said by Alan Kay. Accountability is key. That's a good one. Avoid blaming others for failing. People, somebody's success is not the reason for my failure. And somebody's failure is not the reason for my success. Ladies and gentlemen, take full responsibility for the outcome of your dream. Remember what Nelson Mandela said. He said, there is no easy way to freedom. There's no easy walk to freedom. And I remember telling you last week that freedom, the price of freedom is responsibility. You want to be free, financially free, destiny free, assignment free, whichever area you want to be free. The price for freedom in every area is taking full responsibility for the outcome of your life. There's no one in the picture. When I read Joshua 1.8, there's nobody else in the picture. So you pursue, and then God will bring the helpers, God will bring the workers, God will bring the partners. But you must run with your vision. Number three, number three, be very diligent. We're looking at how do I make my vision a reality. Be very diligent and adopt a very serious approach to working hard. Where people got the idea that they just need to pray and just need to, even, even when we got born again, <laughs> when we got born again, when you meet a Christian and you ask them, uh, have you got a job? Are you looking for your the job? They used to say, I'm walking by faith. <laughs> they used to say, we, all of us probably used to say that because we learned that we thought walking by faith means <laughs> just sitting down there, floating, go to church, pray, fast and confess the word and don't do anything. Never. Listen, if you want to see the materialization of your vision, you and I, be very diligent. The notes are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Take notes and follow these things and teach others and teach others and teach others. Be very diligent and adopt a very serious approach to work working hard and working smart, engaging creativity, innovation, expecting and engaging divine ideas and divine inspiration. You need to be divinely inspired. You need to be inspired to be able to inspire others to join you on this journey. Listen, the best way to predict the future of any individual is to invent it. The best way to predict your future is to invent it. The price for freedom is taking responsibility for your future. Odufuken, you are welcome. Pastor J, you are welcome. God bless you all for joining us and keep sharing. Keep sharing. The price for freedom is taking responsibility. When I want them to be financially free, oh God. <laughs> I took full responsibility for my financial freedom and that of my family and that of our ministry, that of our ministry. I discovered the secret about tithing out individually and tithing out from my organization and my ministry. Total financial freedom. You take full responsibility for your financial destiny and your destiny. The price for freedom in every area it's taking full responsibility. And I need to add walking by faith is not tip talk. Walking by the word of God, going contrary to what the wind is saying and what the circumstances are saying, the economy is saying, the enemy, the, the environment is saying, Walking by faith is working hard. And also faith without works is dead. Faith is backed up by works, working hard, working smart. Engaging divine ideas, creativity, innovation, inventiveness, divine inspiration. Be very diligent. See as thou a man that is diligent in his business, in his career, in his ministry, in his family, in his finances, in his marriage. See thou a man that is diligent in tithing, diligent in giving, diligent in thinking. Diligent in planning, diligent in working, diligent in reading, diligent in listening to messages that would help him build capacity to be able to be free in every area of his life. Ladies and gentlemen, be very diligent and adopt a serious approach to your work. Don't adopt a lackadaisical or uh, uh, what do you call it, mediocre average mentality or approach to your work. Gosh. Be very diligent. King Solomon, the wealthiest man in his day and the wisest man in his day, he says, seest thou a man. Look at a man that is diligent in his business. Look at the kind of people he will stand before. He said he will not stand before ordinary men. He will stand before nobles, nobles, Working at least, walking by faith is, <laughs> Papa Oyedepo said, working by faith is not cheap talk. Doing the word of God. Doing the word of God, obeying the word of God, doing what God says is not cheap talk. The first introduction we have of God in the Bible is that of a hard worker. And God created the heaven and the earth and darkness was upon the face of the deep. God was working from the beginning. Listen to Jesus' testimony of God. My father worketh and hitherto do I work. You cannot see your vision become a reality without hard work, smart work, creativity, innovation, inventiveness, divine inspiration or divine ideas. Pastor Jason, we confuse hope for faith. (laughs) If we truly had faith for a job, we would have been applying for them. If you had faith for a job, I like that. If you had faith for a job, you will apply. You, You don't just sit down and expect that the angels will bring it. There is a supernatural dimension, but listen to me, Miracles happen when we do. When God has decides, I want to perform a miracle. Or I want to do something extraordinary. Ladies and gentlemen, be diligent. A serious approach to working hard on your career, on your profession, on your books, on your messages, on your mind, uh, mental development, uh, spiritual development, self development. You are looking at a gentleman who failed GCSE. But carries a master's degree, two PhDs, 42 books, four training manuals, and the rest is history. Ladies and gentlemen, you make happen what you want to see happen to you. Don't wait for anyone. Don't wait for one gift I don't have. (laughs) It is waiting for people before I do what God has called me to. I don't have that gift, whether it's a disease or a gift. I don't have that gift, and I have no intention to adopt that gift. I said, go beast mode. When I say go beast mode, I mean go berserk. Listen, until your assignment becomes an obsession, you will never arrive at your destination. Until your assignment becomes an obsession, an obsession, an addiction. Until your assignment becomes an addiction and an obsession, (laughs) you are not going anywhere. Remember, even faith without works is dead. So, work hard. Have a very serious approach to working. Working. You want your family to be debt free. You want your family to be financially free. And you wake up in the morning and you're on social media just talking about what, uh, Prince Harry and, 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 and what? <laughs> Michael or Michael. Listen, those people have made their money. So, so some of you journalists and some of you are just taking time just to be discussing Prince Harry and discussing the, the royal family and discussing, uh, uh, uh what's the name? Uh, Oprah Winfrey. Listen, they've made their money. They've made their money. Where is your money? They've created their inventions. Where is your, where is your creativity? Where is your invention? You have mouth to be talking about Prince Harry or Merkel or listen, they've made their money. Where is your money? People know them. Do they know you? The royal family have existed for over hundreds of years and they are established. What are you established in? That instead of thinking of your destiny, you are discussing, debating, <laughs> debating an interview when, when you haven't created any, you are not pursuing your purpose. They are pursuing theirs. Thank you, Megan. They are pursuing their purpose. They are pursuing, they, they, they had an interview, and whatever it is that they will give to them, where is yours? Are you, are you pursuing your purpose? Are you pursuing your purpose? The queen is very, very rich. Your criticism of her or Prince Charles or anybody is not going to make you rich. You, the earlier you start pursuing your purpose, <laughs> the better it is for you and your children and your children's children. This is not the time to be discussing interviews or people who are having an interview, the chair that they sat on, people are buying, the chairs are being sold out, and money is being made. Where is your money? Where is your money? I did not come here to play, I came here to tell you, <laughs> the earlier you, you don't achieve your, you don't, you don't achieve your dreams by sitting down talking about people who have already made money. That is not your, that is not a discussion point. This is a time to go beast mode. And pursue your purpose, pursue your purpose. I like, I just like the way the queen just shut everybody up. It is a family issue. That's it. You see, you've got time to waste to be talking. Everybody, this family will discuss the issue. That's the end of story. Done. Period. Period. What have you achieved? What do you have? everything that you have, did you borrow it or do you have it? Where is your money? Where is Where are your achievements? What soul have you won? How much tithe are you paying? Do you have a princess trust like Prince Charles? What have you achieved? What have you achieved? I've been waiting to go with and berserk on this issue. I have a lot more to say but I'll stop. Listen to me. Pursue your purpose. Tyler Perry is pursuing his purpose. Oprah Winfrey was interviewing the people, whether to bring her rates up or whatever it is. She's getting her money. Where is your money? Show me how much you have in your bank account. Show me your vision. Show me who knows you. Show me your bank account. You have the audacity to be talking about royals. Listen to me. Wake up. Smell the coffee. Accept full responsibility for the outcome of your life. Use your mouth to do things, to pursue things, <laughs> and to generate things that create wealth and add value to others. This is not a time to be debating about people who are richer than you and are not going to give you any of your money. <laughs> Listen to me. Let me carry on. <laughs> be diligent and adopt a very serious approach to work. Working hard, working smart. How creative are you? Case close. I like that to do vocai. Case close. Yes, shut them. I like the queen. Thank God for the royal family. Pray for leaders, not criticise leaders. Get on with it. Wake up. I will discuss this at another time. I, I, I have a lot more to say. <laughs> What do we have worth discussing? I said, the case is the queen. Case closed. Case closed. So, case closed. Go and open your case. Go and open your case. Pursue your purpose. Pursue your purpose. Mind your own business. Mind your business. Go and mind your career, your profession. Mind your business. Your 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 your. Who knows you in your city? Who knows you in your family? Who knows you? The cylinders are blazing. Yes, Mama B, they are blazing. Be diligent. Point three. Pursue your vision. Pursue your purpose. I pray God will give the Queen many more years to live to 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 execute and release her wisdom to generations yet unborn. You go and check out. We are discussing. We we'll go and check out the the the. The anthem, the Great Britain's anthem, God save our gracious king. Go and read the whole thing and you discover some things there that will make you take your mouth off the royal family. How royal are we to be discussing royal family? How royal are we? Show me your bank account. Where's your Bentley? Her Bentley is paid for. Show me your car. Is it on HP or is it borrowed? Listen to me. Pursue your purpose. Be very diligent. Adopt a very serious approach to working hard and working smart. Become creative. Become innovative. Be ex- expect and generate divine ideas. Be creative and watch out for new ideas. New ideas. That Princess trust was an idea that Prince Charles had to be helping people whether they are black or they are white. Where is your trust? Number four. Prioritize time management. That brings me to it again. Time management. (laughs) Time management. Time management. Prioritize time management. You see, people have got time to waste. That's why. (laughs) People have got time. They've got time to waste. That's (laughs) why. Thrift dresses, you're welcome. Daniel764, you are welcome. Pay me if there's anybody else on Facebook who has joined us. Listen to me. (laughs) <laughs> Prioritize time management. Listen, I, I put something on Facebook this week. Listen, one gift I do have is wasted days, wasted time. I haven't got wasted. I, no day in my life is a wasted day. Never. Moses Godson, Iguama. you are welcome on Instagram. We are dealing with the subject, how to make your vision a reality. The next point is time management. Time management. Thank you, Pastor Jay. I like that one. Are you getting royalties to be talking about royals? Are you? Pastor Jay, I think you and I need to do a discussion with Pastor Johnson about this, this. <laughs> Glory to God. It is my platform. This is my, this is my platform. This is my show. Glory to God. You get people to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Do something significant with your life. Prioritize time management. Are you getting royalties to be talking about the royalties? Let me carry on. when and finish my thing. Prioritize time management. <laughs> Self, personal, mental development. Listen. You can never become somebody that you criticize. You can never become like people you criticize. Never. You can never become like people you criticize or speak against. Prioritize time management. What are you doing with your time? Adding value to yourself. Adding value to others. What are you doing with your time? Are you pursuing your vision? What are you doing with your time? With your time. Prioritize time management. Self-development. Self-development. Personal development. Mental development. How developed is my mind for my assignments? How developed is my mind for my assignment? Skill acquisition. What skills am I adding to myself? Because you are paid more for your skill than your raw gift. Skill acquisition. What skills are you developing? What skills are you developing? David turned men who were in distress, discontented, and in debt. Turned them into David's mighty men through two things. The integrity of his heart. And the skillfulness of his hands. You never, you can never become like the people you criticize. Never. It can never, never happen. Use time as leverage. Prioritize time management. Don't waste your own time. You need you're welcome. Prioritize time management, self-development, personal development, mental development, skill acquisition. To add value to yourself and to build capacity to add value to others. What is uh, arguments and debating, not profitable debating adding to your mind? Develop your mind for your assignment. What skills are you developing? What skills are you going to be paid for? What skills are you being paid for? What skills are you being paid for? What skills are you being paid for? What skills are you you developing? When was the last time you read a book? When was the last time you listened to a message that will help enhance your vision and bring your vision to reality? When was the last time you watched a message and finished watching the message? When was the last time you remembered the message that was preached in your church during the week and can, can say it verbatim? Or even remember the title of the message that you had in church last week or two weeks ago? We are too busy, eyeing our neighbor, instead of adding value to others, Lillian Cook said. Listen to me, stop wasting your own time. Stop wasting your own time. Stop wasting your own time. Listen, time is the currency of life. Nobody has 25 hours. Everybody has 24 hours. That's why that gentleman said, I wish I can stand by the wayside and ask people to give me some of your time that you are wasting. Time is the currency of life. What you do with your time determines whether you are making it or you are not making it. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, self-development, you owe it to yourself to develop yourself. I said, don't wait for people's opinion. Majority does not carry the vote. Read for yourself. Listen to messages for yourself and for your children and for your destiny. My goodness. Prince Harry, in that conversation, said, the money that he's using now was the money that his mother left for him. That's how they were able to buy what he bought. (laughs) Who left you anything? Who, who, who left you something that you are using to buy? Out? Who left you something? <laughs> Don't waste your time. Time is the currency of life. Time is the currency of life. Time is the currency of life. When was the last time you and I read the book and finished the book and knew what was inside the book and are practicing what is inside the book? Ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to your destiny, listen. <laughs> don't play. Oh, don't play. Don't play. Don't waste your time. <laughs> don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time.
0: In every seed is a forest. And in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born. But leaders are raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged. They are just ignorant things. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development.
1: Leaders are not born. Millionaires are not born. Wealthy people are not born. They are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You are not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb on your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did, or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? ordinary business like everybody else or the wonder people travel far and near to look for
0: leaders are not born but leaders are raised in insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood available in paperback and on Kindle please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk and order your copy today